Howdy, y'all. That's right. That's right, folks. This is episode 76 of the Q&A podcast. We're back. Two episodes in one week-ish? Or not six months apart? <laughs> I feel like every time you open it, you go, that's right, that's right, that you honestly have no idea what you're supposed to say. You're just fumbling around for the words. That's right. That's right. Oh, okay. Episode 76 of the Q&A podcast, or as we like to call it today, WrestleMania preview. My name is Anthony, and sitting right next to me, as always, just uh, hit a milestone in his life. My pal, your pal, DeQuincy. Yes. You just turned 30. Yes. I happy am birthday, old. man. Yeah, thank you. I am old as hell. Um, yeah, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, you know the rest. Yeah, you can't. We That's can't, all the singing you're getting. No, we can't really <laughs> sing the song because all kind of licensing. Licensing issues there. Uh, thanks, man. Soon we wrap this up. We're going out for an hour in town. Getting uh, getting drunk, perhaps. Uh, yeah, we'll find all the loose women of Houston. <laughs> but before we do that... And send them our friends' way. Yes, I'm sending them your way. You're the single one. Sure. Um, before Me we too. do that, we're going to discuss WrestleMania. We're going to talk about the matches. We're going to pick our winners. And we're going to talk about whether or not we're hyped for WrestleMania 32. And... Uh, I start out with the howdy, y'all, because this year WrestleMania is uh, in our home state. It's in, a, not, unfortunately, not in Houston, Texas. It's in Dallas, Arlington, Texas this Boo. year. Um, and unfortunately, the, uh, the 288's budget uh, didn't uh, per- allow us uh, the ability to cover the event uh, in Dallas and Arlington this year. But, you know, budget. if you people keep uh, downloading this show... Keep rating and reviewing and doing all that stuff that, that you're supposed to do for podcasts and whatnot, and clicking on our on our uh, our blog page. Uh, maybe one day, maybe, we maybe one day we'll, we'll have a sponsor. We'll be able to go. We'll we'll, we'll go, go down there and uh, we'll we'll have some fun and uh, watch some wrestling and, uh, and let you guys know what it's like. Um, so, you know, I've listened to a lot of different podcasts this week. Mm. Uh, and, you know. Building up to WrestleMania, and I think like one of the most common questions, which what the heck, let's start off with that same common question mm-hmm. um, that that I've heard a lot of these you know podcasts ask is uh, on a scale of one to ten, what's your excitement for this for this show? My excitement is a five. Okay, I mean I don't really find too much excitement in many of the matches. There's currently. 11 matches on the card right now, and I'm legit excited for two of them. And that would be the Divas <laughs> match and the um, seven-man ladder match for the Intercontinental title. Oh, wow. Just because I, I know the Divas match is going to be excellent. Mm-hmm. And with the ladder match, Dolph Ziggler is going to do something to kill himself. Oh, for sure. There's going to be something, that, there's going to be something crazy. Maybe, um, oh, I was going to say Sin Cara, but what was it? Uh... The last match where um, Kaliso did the <laughs> Selena Del Sol on one of the Usos. Oh yeah, was that how long ago was that? Two months ago. I'm gonna say that was uh, that was a Royal Rumble. No, that was oh then it was the TLC I think pay per view. Oh okay, so yeah, three months three ago. Months ago. Okay, yeah. but yeah, a lot of these matches I'm just not down for, and it's no fault of the WWE or anything. It's just um, I'll let you go first, and I'll explain why I'm not feeling it. But go ahead. Oh, you want me to go? Uh, oh, well, I think uh, my uh, <clears throat> I think I'm I'm cl- I'm not exactly uh, at a five with you, but mm-hmm. I'm a little more. You know, I'm probably more like a six, six and a half. Um, 
look, they haven't really built a lot of these matches really, really well. Um, I, I'm excited about a, a couple more matches than just two, like like you. Um, and uh, you know, look. Also, it's WrestleMania. I mean, it just the show itself. Uh, the the criticism that we hear a lot is that they they don't have the stars, they don't have the star power, they don't have the creative to uh, to build and hype up these these shows. Um, and that may. Well, that may very well be true for a lot of shows, I'm a, but but this is WrestleMania, and in terms of sick ticket sales and attendance and all that stuff that you know people do those other things that people look at, the show itself sells itself. It's it does, but I would disagree with you. Like normal people, um, you know, you just said people complain there's not enough star power. There isn't this year. Because look at all the injuries right. that we've had. Daniel Bryan retired. Sting is semi-retired. Nikki Bella is coming back from a neck injury. We lost Tyson Kidd. Tyson Kidd almost died, um, according to him, from his neck injury. So only like 5% of the people mm-hmm. who got the neck injury that happened to him survived. So yeah. he's lucky he wasn't you know, paralyzed or worse. Then the big guns, John Cena, gone. Um, Randy Orton, gone. Seth Rollins, blown out knee. Cesaro, was shoulder his shoulder rope? I can't remember. Was his rope? Him in? And, yeah, him and him uh, and Cena. We and recently we just lost Neville and Luke Harper. Right. And so it just. Uh, quick side note to the Neville loss: the happiest guy in the world is uh, Zack Ryder. He got that WrestleMania bonus, baby. <laughs> Woo! He made it. But yeah, it, it seems it seems like my expectations is tempered by the fact that we've lost so many. High profile superstars. Sure. And, and that's fair. And, you know, this was the absolute worst year for that. Aside from maybe WrestleMania 30, oh, well, this was the oh, absolute worst year for all these injuries to occur. Sorry, I got to put this in every time. CM, CM Punk isn't coming back through that door. No, not, not okay. for a long, long time. I, I always have to say, I have to say that because he, he's a huge, he was a huge draw, but he's. He's gone. I'm just putting it out there so people won't, oh, why aren't you talking about him? I'm putting it out there. Right. He, he's. He won't be back until well into his late forties, maybe even into his fifties, and that's and he's thirty eight right now. I mean, that's a thirty seven to thirty eight. That's a that's a long ways away. Um, and you know, this is like I said, like the worst possible year for so many devastating injuries to occur because this is billed as the, the biggest WrestleMania ever. I mean, it's in it's in Dallas, Arlington. It's in Cowboy State, Cowboy slash AT and T Stadium, Jerry's World. Jerry World. They, you know, they were they're billing it as there's going to be over a hundred thousand people breaking the record that you know they they claim is over ninety three thousand in this the Pontiac Silverdome uh, in in Michigan. Do you know what the highest attendance for any indoor event is for what for America? Any any sport? Do you know what the record is in the United States? Yes. Uh, it's got to, I mean, probably WrestleMania 30? I don't know. 2010 NBA All-Star Game drew 108,713 people. Wow. Where was that? That was in, uh, I was at, at Arlington as well. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. So, you know, this is this is a big deal. And um, they've had to uh, really reshuffle the deck uh, and put together some matches that... You know, I think for lesser pay-per-views would be pretty interesting. Um, but this year, it's just 
it's really, really tough to get excited. But um, but overall, I think I have. I mean, I'm a little more excited than you are. Just not just because of the matches, just but just because of uh, the event itself, mm-hmm. uh, the the different uh, uh, the different segments that they can that they can uh, show during during the show. Um, so you know, it, it'll be decent. I mean, it's not gonna. And I think the matches themselves are going to be pretty a lot better than maybe what you're what you're expecting. So, okay. well, let's jump right into it. You know, let's we've got man, it's a long card. Yeah, um, and it's it's a seven hour event essentially because they're doing a two hour pre show. Mm-hmm. The first hour is on the USA Network, and then both hours are on the WWE Network. Then WrestleMania itself is four hours long, and then after WrestleMania, they're doing they're they're promoting a one hour post show. So, I mean. <laughs> you have to be extremely it's an all committed. Event. Extremely committed to go through all seven hours. I I highly doubt I'll go through all seven. Uh, nope. Um, I highly doubt I'm making the rest. Of, I'm gonna uh, get turned into resume on time. Yeah. Well, you know that's the thing about the network is that you can always go. You can go back. You know, an hour later if you wanted to go out on a Sunday night. You know, you can watch it late at night or early in the morning Monday. You know, whatever you want to do. Um. So. It's going to be a long night, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of uh, a lot of moving parts, a lot of possibilities. So, ready to start? Let's do it. All right, let's start with the first match on the pre-show. Is uh, champion the U.S. champion Callisto defending his title against Ryback? <sighs> um, I just want to say uh, personally, I I have nothing. There's nothing. Ryback does nothing for me. I find his gimmick boring. Mm-hmm. He's just the big guy. I come out here and I beat up little guys like you. You're a shrimp and you're nothing to me. Yeah. It's like, I've seen this before. Can you, like, with the Big Show and Kevin Nash and guys like that, can you give me something new? Right. I understand that. And he's, um, they, they've kind of, you know, missed, his time has passed, I think, to be a, uh, an effective top guy, which is unfortunate because he's got a great look. You know he's he uh, he he is a hard worker. Um, he really is passionate about the business, but uh, his the gimmick just doesn't work. Um, and I still I mean, can't look, believe that he at one time he was the United um, not Intercontinental Champion. One time he was headlining a show against John Cena and CM Punk for the title, That's for the true. world title. You know, the, uh, to say that he's fallen. Um, Ooh, question. Did he get the Roman Reigns treatment where they just strapped the rock to him too fast and he couldn't sustain it? Yes, because he, he wasn't ready. And the only reason why they did that was because there were injuries that mm-hmm. occurred again. And it just didn't work. He just wasn't able to, to handle it. Um, That's the one time John Cena looked like someone had put a softball inside his elbow. Yeah, well, that, that yeah, absolutely. But um, this is a... I mean, it's indicative of where he is, you know, in the company. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's on the pre-show. He's he's fighting for it. He's you know, going after a title that uh, a year ago was really prominent because Cena and or, and Kevin Owens were were going you know at it back and forth with the title. Cena was always defending the title, um, and you know I think they could have done something similar with Kalisto mm-hmm. challenging you know these bigger opponents and and defeating these bigger opponents um, and taking on the ultimate test. Or you know a seemingly ultimate test um, at WrestleMania against the big guy in Ryback, and that would have made the match a little more interesting. Uh, it seems like they kind of just threw it together. 
And uh, it's a pre-show match. I don't see the title changing hands. I think Kalisto overcomes this big bully kind of guy and uh, retains his U.S. title. All right, I doubt. So you have Kalisto winning. Hmm. I really try to think if I can... I can so picture them strapping the title on Ryback with Vince McMahon's fascination with mm-hmm. guys with muscles on top of their muscles. But uh, pre-show match, I think they, you know, I don't know if this is going to be the first match, but I think the the face goes over, so I'm picking Kalisto as well. Okay. I hope this isn't like last time we did it where we agreed with like 9 out of 10 matches. I doubt it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the next match in the pre-show, we have the team of the Total Divas, Brie Bella, Paige, Natalia, Alicia Fox, and Eva Marie versus Team Bad and Blonde, Lana, Summer Rae, Naomi, Emma, and Tamita. Wow, I really <laughs> don't care about this match. Not, um, at, not in the least. I'm going to flip a coin and just say, ding, there goes the coin in the air, it's coming down, and it's picking uh, Bad and Blonde. Oh, that's sad because I was going to pick the same. I'm picking Bad Blonde. Oh, man, we're up two for two? Come on. Yeah. yeah I'm t- I'm... Only because a lot of times I do pick the heel. Well, the, well, the exception of this, the, the U.S. title match. but <laughs> So you're sticking with that Bad Blonde? I'm, I'm sticking with it. All right. Um, I'm picking Bad and Blonde just because I, I enjoy watching Emma work. Her new heel... Um, Sorry, her new her new her new heel work has been exceptional for her. It's much better than what she had when she first came up, where she was just like copying um, what's his name, Fandango? No, no, uh, don't the snake. I can't remember his name for the life of me. Copying the Cobra? Oh, uh, Santino. Yeah. yeah, she came up and was just basically doing everything he did. Um, this heel turn works fast for her. I've caught a couple of matches with her down in NXT. And um, she looks great. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's uh, uh, they they really saw the need to rework the gimmick, and it's it's working so far. I think. I mean, to an extent, um, she's not going to be contending for a title anytime soon. But well, yeah, um, she was not going to be contending for she's a more, title. But I can see her. She's more credible now. Exactly. She's in that for me. She's working up to that Becky Lynch level, where she's not. They're not going to strap the title on her, mm-hmm. but it's conceivable for her to be in title matches. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, all right. So, both picking team bad. Let's move to the next ones. Next one. Uh, tag team match. We got the Usos uh, going against the Dudley Boys. How did this How, how did this rivalry start? The Dudleys just needed to uh, make a turn, and or, and they did. It was, it, it was a great turn. I mean, it, it came out of nowhere. Um, and I mean it, their gimmick. I mean them being heels works great. I mean mm-hmm. they made it very clear they're not a nostalgia act. Um, they're not using tables anymore. They're here to kick ass and take names. Exactly, and they're all out of paper. And I love it. I, I like this. You know, mean tough. You know, Bubba Ray Dudley and and you know, mean tough Devon. You know, I I really like. The heel gimmick that they're that they're going with right because now. Because you saw him in TNA when he was doing the bully, oh, yeah. bully Ray. That has major potential um, to help a guy to help other people lit you know further on down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, 
Um, no, screw it. I'm sticking with what I with what I like, and I'm picking the uh, the Dudleys in this match because the Usos have nothing to uh, have nothing to gain by winning this match. Um, they and the Dudleys have uh, what a little more. The, the Dudleys by winning that match gives them a little more credibility. Slightly more credibility as heels this time around. Do you I think, think? Because I feel like even if the Dudleys win, they don't really gain anything. If they lose, they're still the fan favorites. Sure. I mean, we're still gonna, you well, know, no, no, mark get, out they, for them. They get booed. They, they definitely get booed. Are they getting booed uh, by? Uh, what's for, how do I want to phrase this? Oh, never mind. I lost it. But uh, they're still a, a fan favorite with the older generation. You like re- wrestling fans like you and me who watched them back in the '90s and the early 2000s when they, yeah, were, you know, no, I got you. Yeah. get the ch- tables and um, man, I really don't feel like either team is gonna lose anything if they happen to lose. Somehow the Usos will get back in the tag team championship picture for the 17th time <laughs> against the New Day, and the Dudleys will continue on collecting them checks. Um, just to be different, I'm gonna pick the Usos. Okay, that's fair. Okay, um, moving on to the next match. Okay, we're done with all the pre-show matches. This is the actual main card. Yeah, WrestleMania card. This is actually the part you have to pay money to see. <laughs> uh, we're going to start off with... No, no, not even because uh, WrestleMania, uh, the network is free for this month. Oh, yeah, if you sign up. Yep. Well, we're sorry. We, we, we should just stop. <laughs> just uh, do we with, uh, like my girlfriend does on Amazon Prime, and just keep signing up with different emails. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, babe. I didn't mean to snitch on you. Amazon's big. Amazon's coming for you. Keep your head down. Um, we really have no idea what order these matches are going to be on the card. Um, I basically just list them in the order of the ones I found from least interesting to most in- interesting. That's how we're going to roll. So we're starting first with the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. So far, announced. Participants, Heath Slater, Curtis Axel, Adam Rose, Bo Dallas, Big Show, Kang, 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 uh, Tyler Breeze, Mark Henry, Jack Swagger, Fandango, Damian Sandow, Darren Young, Connor, Victor of the Ascension, Goldust, and R-Truth. Yeah. Uh, Again, (laughs) I don't... This is not something that interests me. Um, Not in the least bit. They're... And then, you know, you've got the Wyatts, Strowman, uh, Eric Rowan, and Bray Wyatt. So, one of those two, Rowan, I mean, not, not Rowan, uh, Harper, not Harper, um, Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman, one of those two are the are the favorites, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard on the Dirk Sheets take this as, um, you know, with a grain of salt, that WWE has soured on Braun Strowman winning. I've read that too. Yeah, take that as you will, because for the last two, three months, all we've heard is, "Oh, he's the hands-on favorite. He's going to win this." And now I don't know what happened to make them decide to just change their mind within the last week or so. Mm-hmm. But it, it just seems strange. Well, it was well, the match with Dean Ambrose two weeks ago on Raw. It just it wasn't a great match, and um, the kid's just, still green. I mean, how many matches has that guy had on the main roster by himself? Not many. It's like a handful. And he was like, we're all coming up from NXT. Yeah. 
I mean, he wasn't even on NXT television. He was, uh, um, he was just doing like you know small house shows and stuff for NXT. But. Yeah, so that's ridiculous. You're gonna bring up the guy and then complain about him not doing well in a match. It's like you knew this guy was like the rawest raw. You rawest of the raw. You brought him up because he fit the the body type, right? And you know, put, to put him up against guys like Ambrose and uh, uh, Roman Reigns. You know, guys, guys who, who are more established and, and have been wrestling. You know, indie indies and in well, not NXT, Reigns, but uh, um, definitely I'm about Ambrose. Yeah, and guys who've been doing that for you know ten years. Mm-hmm. It's just not fair to single him out as being a bad worker because he's not up to stuff like they have been. He's been doing this for, what, like two years maybe? I think so. He doesn't have the experience that the guy had. You're holding that against him. That's not fair. But, hey, that's a big corporation. <laughs> so he's not my favorite to win either. Um, man, I, mean, I really don't know. Because how many people did I name? One, two, three. Nineteen. I named 19? Were you well, no, uh, there's 16 listed there, and then the, the Wyatts are 19. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's been talk that there might be a surprise entrant at number 20. Um, are they only doing 20 guys? Yeah. And so there's been talk that potentially Cesaro might mm-hmm. make a return. Um, but I don't know. But based on the 19 that we know of, mm-hmm. man, I'm just going to pick. Um, oh, I know who I'm picking. I have a feeling if I say this person, you're going to pick him too. Yeah. I'm going to pick Mark Henry. Oh, okay. I'm going to pick Mark Henry because Mark Henry has talked about um, retirement. Retirement is, is on the horizon for that guy. He's in his mid-40s. Um, he's getting hurt more frequently. It's in Texas, his home state. Uh, he's not – tragically, he is nowhere near a, uh, a legitimate program, a top program. Uh not utilizing the Hall of Pain gimmick that worked so well three years ago. Mm-hmm. That was an incredible gimmick. Um, so uh, I think this could be his last send-off, his last WrestleMania moment where he talked about he wanted to win a match at WrestleMania, um, take off his boots and leave him in, in the middle of the ring and, and walk off into the sunset. So why not do it now? Why not have him win this, this battle world? Because... Also, the last two winners of the battle of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal have not been pushed the way we expected them to push with the way that they uh, uh, promoted this this battle royal. Sorrow we thought was going to get we thought this was a stepping stone for him either you know to step up to the Intercontinental or the World Heavyweight Title, and it didn't happen. And then the next year, the Big Show won. It's like, well, okay, the Big Show won, big deal. Big guy wins a big guy trophy. Right. They're, there's, they're not going to do anything with this guy. So, at this point, why not give it to Henry? It's not like they're going to use this to promote somebody anyways. Um, let him win Let him win the, the battle royal, win the trophy, take off his boots, leave him in the middle of the ring, and walk off with the trophy. Or leave it for next year's winner. And mm-hmm. then you could maybe build something next going into next year. Like, this is, this is a guy, you know... Mark Henry left the trophy and his boots in the middle of the ring because, you know, he's uh, he's leaving it for the the next person to you know to take his mantle as a uh, potentially top guy, a potential top guy, going forward. Um, so yeah, 
Go with Mark Henry. All your reasons make so much sense. I completely forgot about the Mark Henry, Texas angle. Oh, yeah. Silsby, Texas. Mm-hmm. But I already wrote down my answer. I'm staying with it. I'm picking Mr. No Days Off, Darren Young. Really? Yeah. Wow. Let's. One reason you spoke of, it really doesn't matter because the guy's not getting pushed. Mm-hmm. So he can win the battle royal and, you know, he won't go anywhere. The real reason I picked him to win is a complete greedy corporation reason. Because last year he came out as gay. True. And you could have him win this Royal Rumble, show him next to a trophy, and it makes you, as a company, seem better to people who are gay and lesbians or people who are allied with gay and lesbians, like Latin, things like that. Right. So basically, I'm, I just got this like a greedy corporation move that Vince McMahon will be able to prop up this guy next to a trophy, take pictures with the trophy, have it on the internet, have it, um, you know, on every paper in America, and basically say, you see, look at my company. We love the gays. Whew, that's even more real life stuff than I I went with, though, mm-hmm. with Mark Henry. Okay, that's fair. I, you know, I could totally see that, too. I mean, you know, this would be, this is the biggest stage. Why not? If you're, you know, if you feel like you need to put the spotlight on this guy because of that. There's no bigger stage, there's no bigger spotlight than WrestleMania and a victory like that. I like how you have like the, the human humanitarian reasons like we're letting this guy go off in his last <laughs> WrestleMania to go out hero and all I'm thinking about is that sweet, sweet money. That sweet, sweet gay money that's coming <laughs> in. Um moving on to the next match. Uh one on one match, AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho. I've liked this feud. Um, I've liked the matches that they've had on. Uh, I think they had. Well, they had one on Raw. Mm-hmm. They had one on SmackDown. They had one at a pay per view. I, bl- I think they had one at a pay per view. Did they? Which one? It might have been um, Payback. I think it was last month. Um, they've been going back and forth. Jericho's been working great as a heel. Um, and AJ Styles. I mean, look the 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 reaction he got. With his surprise, shocking entrance at the Royal Rumble, um, the merchandise that he's been moving, they've, they've said, the reactions he gets on Raw and SmackDown. Well, it wasn't payback because payback hasn't happened yet. Oh, not payback. Uh, Roadblock. That's probably what I'm Roadblock? looking at. Yeah. That was the last pay-per-view. I don't remember the wrestling on Roadblock. I really have to look this up. I'm sorry. Um, AJ Styles is a legit star. And, you know, it took WWE a long time to recognize that and to bring him over. But, you know, he's making the most of the opportunity that he has right now. Um, this is his first WrestleMania. Jericho has been in many WrestleManias, um, has won big matches at WrestleMania, has put guys over at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Fandang- Fandango, which unfortunately went nowhere for mm-hmm. that guy. And Jericho. I mean, that was that's kind of a kind of a, a letdown for Jericho as well you know because he it's not you know it's not every day you get put over by a guy who you know will go into the Hall of Fame has the pedigree that he has um, has won as many titles as he has you know it's rare for a guy like him to say okay there's something in this Fandango let's put him over mm-hmm. um, but I think your thought Chris Jericho defeat Jack Swagger at uh, that was a roadblock. Yeah. No, but uh, uh, Fastlane, which was in February, the month after, it was after the Royal Rumble. In between 
The Royal Rumble and uh, Roadblock. All this stuff. So, with this one, you know, the momentum that AJ Styles has going into the match because of his popularity, um, because this is his first WrestleMania, I'm going with AJ Styles. Okay. AJ Styles is your pick. Um, Christian Urkel seems like the guy to me that would go into Vince's office and say, hey, I'm only going to, I'm here for three months. Who do you need for me to put over mm-hmm. to help the company? Absolutely. That's what he did. That. And that's what he thought was going to happen with Fandango. Fandango, he's done that with um, uh, Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. He's here to help the, the younger talent get over. Now, and AJ Styles doesn't exactly uh, qualify for younger talent as far as age, but right. WWE years, you know, he's only been here a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll, it'll be a big win for Styles, and mm-hmm. it'll allow him to move forward and move on to bigger things uh, going on later on in the year. I agree. I also picked AJ Styles to win. Um, do you think they're just keeping him around Jericho? Not just because Jericho will get him over, but because if he wrestles anybody else, the height uh, difference will become blaringly obviously obvious. <laughs> uh, that's one reason, I think. Because he's smaller than Jericho, and Jericho's one of the smaller guys on the roster. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's six feet, I believe. I think he's listed six feet, and, but it's a short six feet. Um, but Jericho, you know, is a guy who still loves what he does. Build height, five foot eleven for oh, five eleven. Okay, Jericho's still a guy who loves is a guy who still loves what he does, who still loves performing. Um, you know, unlike big name stars like Brock Lesnar and The Undertaker and whatnot, this is a guy who is not a full time performer anymore. But when he does perform, he does take on a a more uh, significant schedule. Mm-hmm. He, he works house shows. Um, he's on both Raw and SmackDown. You know, he... Um, he comes in and basically says, I'm here for three months. Use me as much as you can. As much as you can. And I have no problem with it. And I enjoy it. And I love it. And... And I'll be back next year. Yeah. To put someone else over. Absolutely. All right. Ready for the next one? Yep. Uh, tag team match. It's a handicap tag team match. Huh. The New Day versus the League of Nations. Now, are, are all, is it going to be four on three? It's four on three. It is four on three. Okay. Um, man, there's nothing more popular right now probably in WWE than than the New Day. I mean, it's like the New Day and AJ Styles are neck and neck with the reactions that they get. Um, their babyface turn was seamless. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really did that well. Um, because just 20 minutes before that happened, they were getting booed, you know, mercilessly by the crowd that night. And then they get attacked, and they're suddenly baby faces. It, 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 it's worked out great. Everything that these guys have done since uh, the middle of last year has turned into gold. I mean, this, these guys were at a real rocky start. Yes. But they have fine-tuned the gimmick. They know... What works, what doesn't work, and uh, they're riding high. But uh, I think the numbers game is gonna is going to affect is going to affect them in this match. Mm-hmm. Even though this match is kind of stupid because they've had so many one on one matches for like the past three weeks, and the New Day has won every single, almost I believe almost all of those singles matches. So it's kind of pointless to have this 
match. What, there's no reason for them to, to fight, but <laughs> you know why they have to have all those matches? Time yeah. just kind of. There's a lot of time to no, go. Wh- what's le- who else is out there in the tag team division? Right. The Usos are already in a um, a rivalry with the Dudley Boys. Mm-hmm. I, can you name another tag team? No, there's, no other, there's no other babyface right now. Yeah. So, but I think the League of Nations will come out on top. And I think next year, the New Day will be primed for their WrestleMania moment. All right. For their true WrestleMania moment, where they come out on top of the victory. All right. So you have the League of Nations. I, when I saw this match originally, I thought that the the tagging titles were up for the line. Yeah. And once I learned they weren't for some reason, that made me think that the new uh, the League of Nations was going to win because mm-hmm. if the titles aren't on the line, win or lose, the New Day is still going to be champion. Still keep those days rolling, right? And do we have a good reason for why the tag team championship is up? I think it's just the the numbers. I think it's just because it's it's not a two on two tag match. That might be the only reason. I mean, you could still put Big E vert and um, Kofi Kingston versus put out somebody Rusev and Sheamus, mm-hmm. and just have the other guys at the ring call them distractions, and you know make it for the titles. I don't understand why it's a non title match. But as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh yeah, the uh, League of Nations is going over. Yeah, because there would be no other point for them. Why would they lose? Right. I mean, you got the numbers game. You just beat them up. And and it'll put them in prime position to win the titles, perhaps at SummerSlam, mm-hmm. you know, to, yeah. to extend the feud. Yes. Or, yeah. Minus King Barrett, of course. Yes. Who will be departing. But uh, even though I put I, my head knows League of Nations is going to win, my heart can't go against <laughs> Dang Rocks. New Day Rocks. New Day Rocks. New Day Rocks. New Day Rocks. So I put down the New Day, of course. Um, if you love the New Day like I do, and you have a girlfriend, and you don't, you know, go up to her and chant New Day Rocks while shaking your hips in her face vigorously. <laughs> gyrating? I, yeah, gyrating <laughs> your hips in her face. I can't be friends with you. <laughs> Gotta show what's going on. Uh, I, like I told you, I, t- I was trying to teach my kid how to say, my three-year-old, how to say, how to do the chant, dude, they rocks. And he turns around and looks at me and says, ooh, a box. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> he's getting there. I mean, at least he's got the cadence down. So right. That's all I can hope for. Um, moving on. Next match. Street fight match. Uh, Dean Ambrose versus Brock Lesnar. Um, Man, this is... Uh... This is a more interesting David and Goliath match than Kalisto and Ryback. No title on the line, but this is a street fight. Mm -hmm. Um, Ambrose has officially gotten, you know, the approval and torches passed from McFoley and Terry Funk. Um, And why did Terry Funk give him a chainsaw? He's not. That's illegal in every country. But that was his gimmick back in the day in WWE. But. before my time, yeah, but continue. Chainsaw Charlie, but um, Ambrose, you know, 
has this reputation from his time on the Indies where he had some gruesome, gruesome matches. I don't know if you've seen pictures of them. Uh, nope. But uh, he's had some extreme hardcore matches. Lots of blood involved, lots of weapons. Um, it's not going to get to that point. Mm-hmm. But it makes him, I think with smart, Smarky fans, uh, Smart Marks or whatever you want to call them, I think Nerds. that credibility, that gives him enough credibility to make it seem like he has a chance mm-hmm. in this match. Um, Brock needed someone to fight, and they went with Ambrose instead of Bray Wyatt. Um, I still like the match. I think it's going to be exciting. It's going to be hard-hitting. It's going to be brutal. Um, chairs and tables and kendo sticks and uh, sound equipment. All that stuff is going to be tossed and turned and bashed over people's This is the match where the uh, Mexican announced table goes bye-bye. Possibly. I think so. Um, but I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going to go with Dean Ambrose. Ah, son of a bitch. That's who I picked. Oh. I I don't think is it's too it's too crazy. I guess we'll we'll just keep the same. I just have a feeling that um, uh, Ray Wyatt yep. and his crew is going to interfere right to set up a rivalry for SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And so I and think then it, it puts Ambrose in position to uh, uh, challenge for the title. Yeah, to to be ready for a bigger even a bigger match than Brock Lesnar, which you know. Most nights doesn't um, uh, isn't. There's really nothing. A lot of times there isn't. No, there is nothing bigger. But because um, I think Ambrose winning this match will set up the long away triple threat match at SummerSlam between all three members of the Shield. Ooh, that'll be very very interesting. Great match. Yeah. Which it probably would have happened at WrestleMania had Seth Rollins not blown out his knee mm-hmm. trying to power bomb Kane. Uh, so you will pick Ambrose. Uh, we're agreeing too much. <laughs> One, two. Well, we only agree. Yeah, four out of the seven matches we've done so far. But I, I feel like we're going to disagree on this one. Uh, the seven-man ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. You're. Let's see who's in this. So you have your champion Kevin Owens defending against Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, Zack Ryder, the happiest man in WWE right now. Sin Cara, The Miz, and Stardust. Uh, it looks like Ryder was put in that match because of the devastating injury that happened to Neville on Raw. Broke his ankle and his shin. And his shin? And his shin. Ooh. Uh, it, was, it was a bad break. But, um, so, the, like, the participants, they don't all make sense. But, uh... Look, this is a match that's going to be highly entertaining. A lot of high spots, a lot of danger. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like the everybody doesn't make sense. Zack Ryder and Sin Cara need to get the hell up out. I have no idea why either one of them's in this match. And while the the Lesnar and Ambrose match is going to be brutal and exciting and thrilling, this is going to be exciting and thrilling because of the high spots, the the falls from the ladders. Um, Someone getting power bombed onto a ladder. That's yeah, happening. there's a different element to to that than the street fight. Um, so who who do you got? I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm interested to see who you have in this match. All right, let's go by process of elimination and see who I don't have. Zack Ryder's Sin Car gone. Stardust gone. 
Um, Sami Zayn, I think it's too early for him to jump into the Intercontinental title match. Um, mm-hmm. To win the Intercontinental title, I'm sorry. Um, so I don't think he wins. So uh, I'm going between The Miz, Dolph Ziggler, and Kevin Owens. I'm going Kevin Owens. I'm staying with KO. Retain, retaining the title? Yeah. I'm going to go with Sami Zayn. I think it's... Uh, I don't think it's too soon right now. I think he need, you know... Uh, he's... He's, in, he's going to need to... Feel the the feud between him and, and to extend the feud between him and Kevin Owens, um, and this is a good you know, it's no longer about bad blood anymore. It's you stole my title, and you know, uh, tit for tat because Owens did the same to him in NXT, took the title away from mm-hmm. him, you know, punishing him, beating him to a pulp. Uh, and I think it's just it's time for for fresh blood to to start um, making an impact on the main roster. And there's no one at the moment that's more fresh. Almost, there's, you know, it's a toss-up between AJ and Sammy. You know, who's freshest on the roster? And, you know, uh, now's the time to do it. Pull the trigger. Can we just have a moment of silence for Dolph Ziggler's career? Uh, yeah. I mean, he's made good money and he's popular. And oh, for his big-time career. I feel like the Intercontinental title is the best he's going to reach for the rest of his career. And that's why he won't win this match because he's already like a six-time, inter- five or six-time Intercontinental champion. Are you serious? I think so. Oh, I have to look this up. Hold on. It cannot be that much. Come on, Internet. Don't let me down now. <laughs> looking, looking, looking. Championships and accomplishments. Intercontinental Championship four times. Four times, which is still a lot. Wow, I that is ridiculous. Is that more times than the Miz? Um, almost. Oh, so, well, uh, I don't know. Uh, let's see, it's a good question. Do do. Yeah, same. And he They're tied. He tied at four. Interesting. So yeah, it's good. it'll be a fun match though. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm looking at um, the Miz's accomplishments. And, like, there's a point where you have to seriously consider him as a Hall of Famer. Headlining WrestleMania, defending the title at WrestleMania. Let's see, he's been the WWE Champion one time, United States Champion twice, Intercontinental Championship Champion four times. He's won the Tag Team champion, Championships four times, the World Tag Team Champions two times, Money in the Bank, triple crown, uh, 25th Triple Crown Champion, that's winning what the WWE title, US title, and the Intercontinental title. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, 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 the tag titles, tag. not the US title. Oh, tag titles. Fourteenth Grand Championship, Grand Champion, Grand Slam Champion, which is all of them. All of them. And what what'll put him in the Hall of Fame also is the fact that he. Um, he's made a presence outside of wrestling as well. He he does he, you know he's. Granted, they are WWE films, but you know he's been in WWE movies. Um, he was on. He was a reality TV star, you know, participant. At it, whatever you want, however you want to look at it. Um, so yeah, and he's you know he has accomplished quite a bit. So I'm I wouldn't be surprised if they put him in there. Here's the names of the guys who have made that list, the uh, Grand Slam list, since 2000. Mm-hmm. 
Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, Edge, Big Show, Miz, Daniel Bryan. Yeah. That's an impressive list. All those guys are going to be in the Hall of Fame, if not already. Right. So, why not make room for one more? This is going to be a Hall of Fame. <laughs> wow. I got to sit back and think about that. Um, moving on to the next match, um, the one that I'm personally most hyped to see. It is a triple threat match for the Divas Championship. Charlotte, Becky Lynch, and Sasha Banks. This has been the plan all along for the Divas title is to have those three face off for the title at WrestleMania. Since they got called up, that's pretty much... I mean, you could see that has been the plan set mm-hmm. in motion. Um, Sasha has been kind of in the background the whole time, uh, or more so than Charlotte and Becky. They, Charlotte and Becky have feuded for the title one-on-one. Sasha really hasn't uh, been in that position yet. Sasha was allegedly hurt during that time. Right. So, um, but as so as clunky as they got to it, it is... It seems kind of clunky the way they got to the match. Mm-hmm. This is what they this is what they wanted. They got the match, and it's going to be a good match because all three are really great performers. Um, there's bad blood between all three of them. I, I you know have a feeling what's going to happen, but I think it is not the time to take the title off Charlotte I think she should win the title I think she will win the title or retain the title okay. I think someone needs to get uh, Ric Flair's old ass up out of the ring <laughs> um, I would say like drop kick him or knock him out but I'm afraid if he takes one bump his body will turn to dust mm-hmm. so I'm not sure the referee may have to kick him out um, I completely come around on Charlotte um, when she first came up oh I thought uh, What's the best way to put this? That she was a fine wrestler, but she was getting most of the attention because of who her daddy was. Mm-hmm. And now watching her matches uh, against Becky Lynch, against uh, Natalia, has really opened my eyes. And I feel like she, she's extremely talented. I just wish that they would get her away from her father. Because I feel like at first that boosted her, but now it feels like more of a hindrance or a clutch. Like... This is all you can do is because of your dad I don't interfering see, in matches. I don't see that as much anymore. Um, I, I just think, think she's she's stepping out into her own, and I I see Rick taking more of a back seat more and more. I mean, it's it's gradual. Uh, so he is still getting involved in matches, but she's still dominating matches. And, that's, that's what I'm saying. And she so she's starting to step out more. And and they they are it does seem like they are starting to phase Rick out slowly but surely. He doesn't even need to accompany her to the ring. She's good enough and talented enough to win these matches by herself, mm-hmm. legit. Yeah. Or you know, if she heals off and has to cheat, but she's good enough that she doesn't need him around. Absolutely. So I've come around to her. Um, you had Charlotte winning. I have Charlotte retaining. All right, I have. The one, the only, the boss winning. The boss. I can't go against Sasha Banks. I can't go against any black wrestlers. I gotta <laughs> hold on to that when I can. I think she's the favorite, um, and it'll set up a great feud between her and Charlotte going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they can still have a great feud with Sasha winning the title at SummerSlam, you know, and it'll. Uh, you extend the feud, 
and uh, you have more great matches. I, I love all three of these women fighting, and it'll only get better when they call up Bailey. Yeah, yeah. And it'll really be better when they decide to stop calling the Divas title Divas title and go back to the Women's Champion. Rumor has it. Which is the rumor that it will happen right after WrestleMania. Monday night. It's the rumor. I can only hope because I feel like the word Divas, as far as wrestling, it's just, it um, belittles the women's accomplishment. Mm -hmm. It's like um, basically a tab on some kind of porn Side, oh, we're gonna see the divas, <laughs> and it's like, no, that's they're not here just to be pretty and have men ogle them. them and just you know give them cat calls and all that. They're here to wrestle, and yeah. they're here to kick ass. Yep, and they need to have a name that represents that. Calling it the women's title is so, it's so much more refined than just the divas title. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> that's my rant of the wrestling rant. Next wrestler, right? How come black people can't win the WWE title? Uh, patience. Uh, that's another topic for another day. Uh, 50 years of patience. Where, <laughs> where have we heard that before? People, oh, be patient. Black people will happen. Anyway, uh, moving on to the next match. Uh, one-on-one match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Triple H against Roman Reigns. So you're telling me you feel like this is not going to close out the show? No. Okay. That's fair. Here's it's my a reason. toss-up. Here's my reasoning. You cannot end the show with 100,000 uh, plus people booing at the end. Mm-hmm. True. Here's why I would put it at the end. One, it's the title. It, it should be the last match. Um, unless The Undertaker was fighting someone more prominent than Shane. Or some more uh, stat, you know, more um, suitable for a, a main event match. Oh, that that gives me my second reason. And uh, three, mm-hmm. I the reason why I think is because I think they should keep the title on Hunter. It's not working. This this thing with Roman is not working. Mm-hmm. Um, until they turn him heel, he's gonna get booed. Still, it's gonna be embarrassing. Um, in Dallas, in front of a hundred thousand potential people, potentially a hundred thousand people, um, it's really going to expose Vince's uh, stubbornness and his um, uh, detachment from his fan base more so than ever, because it's there will not be a bigger crowd to boo out Roman at the end of that night. So I think you keep the title on Hunter and. You try again with someone else, and you keep working with Roman. Uh, you turn him heel, and then have him win the title as a heel, and feud with someone else. Go from there. But uh, uh, and I, I truly believe that this is not a one-time match for for Hunter. I think he's gonna have to be, you know, performing more often for the time being until everybody does come back and they are ready to. Uh, put together these other potentially great feuds with mm-hmm. Roman and guys that are already, that are injured, Ambrose and guys that are currently injured who will be back. Ooh. So, 
Um, I would say a Triple H one, they would do the same thing they did with Brock Lesnar, where he makes appearances, maybe comes out and, and you know beats up guys. That's what they've been doing. The, yeah, that's what they've been doing only, for the past month. You know, he only fights at the you know at the pay per views. Yeah. So I, I'm going to pick Hunter in this mm-hmm. match. Uh, it's a shame because really Roman is a good guy. He's a good you know he's not the, he's not the best wrestler. He never will be. Um, not the best on a mic. Not and he never will be either. But um, he's a good performer. He's a good worker. He has the look. He sh- you know I think he has the, the potential to be a top guy. Uh, but right now he is not the top guy. He's not going to be the top guy, and he shouldn't be the top guy until um, until he's able to get the fans over somehow. And turning heel. And it's a shame because he's only doing what he's told. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not his fault that they're shooting him to the moon, you know. And he would be insane to say, nah, that's okay. Like, pick some, mm-hmm. go with someone else right now. It's okay. I don't want this fame and money that comes with winning the title. Right. So, you know, he's only doing what, what they want him to do. And uh, he's, he's the one that's suffering for it. Um, he's the one that's getting embarrassed directly because he's getting booed so much. So, uh, right now, yeah, I gotta go with Hunter. Okay, I'm going to Roman Reigns. You want to know why? Because there's no other option. No, because you said what did you say earlier about Vince McMahon? Oh, he's stubborn. He's stubborn. Yeah. You know how old Vince McMahon is? He's what, 70, 77. seventy-seven. Yeah. No, he's seventy. 70 I'm seventy-seven. I'm He's seventy. You know what old seventy people are? Stubborn. stubborn. <laughs> He's going to ram Roman Reigns down the WWE Universe's throat, whether they like it or not. And I believe, like I said earlier, this is going to sell that triple threat match between Reigns, Rollins, and Ambrose at SummerSlam. Okay, no, that's fair enough. I mean, it's a it's a toss up for this match. It's it's really interesting to see what they're going to do, uh, how they're going to, how careful or uh, careless they're going to be with the result. You know. Or they're just going to, not careless, but throw caution to the wind and just say, you know what, this is our plan, this is what we're going with, and there's nothing you can do to stop us. I feel like they got their plan, they're keeping with it. No matter hell or high water, whatever <laughs> comes. Uh, so, last match. Yeah, uh, this is your prediction for being the, uh, the closeout of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a toss-up this year, because it could very well, it, you know, there's... There's valid reasons. There, there's uh, arguments for both matches to be the show to close out, um, and you know, obviously the title is the number one priority. It should be the number one priority, but the gimmick in this match, Hell in a Cell, Undertaker versus Shane McMahon, uh, control of the company essentially is on the line. Is it just control of Raw? Well, control of Raw, ergo control of everything because oh, since so Raw as, is as Raw goes so does the company right because like, Raw is the flagship of course, show of course back down yeah. latchkey kid no one loves you no not for the time not, not at the time not at the moment um, and then also the added stipulation that if the Undertaker loses then he he's this will be his last Wrestlemania um, so I, man this is a tough one to call mm-hmm. Because there's people who legitimately think that if Shane wins, that like this will actually cause legitimate change um, in the company. That we will see better stories. That 
you know, people feel like this is actually going to lead to better creative. The one but, r- the rumor I've seen that it, Shane wins, he takes over Raw. Stephanie and Triple H are basically relegated over to SmackDown, and right. it becomes like it was um, like three, four years ago where they had the different brands and the draft again. Why not? Why not do that? I mean, why it, not it do does, something right to it, because, increase the the viewing potential of SmackDown? It allows. You know, guys that aren't at the top level yet to work their way there, mm-hmm. to have good matches, to have um, decent pro- or work on promos. I mean, that's what helped John Cena become a star, a mega star, was his work on SmackDown. You know, he he wasn't there wasn't the pressure to uh, to be the face of, of the flagship show. You know, he's on SmackDown, he's able to work out things and uh, not worry about it so much. Because NXT should be like the low, um, to use baseball terms, NXT should be the low minors, SmackDown should be like AAA, and then Raw is the main roster. That's how you should use it. Use guys on SmackDown, you have guys come up there and they're learning how to work them on the mic, they're learning how to be proficient wrestlers in order to be the guy mm-hmm. on Monday. Right. Yeah. Guy or gal. Because, oh man, I love some of the women down there in NXT. Yeah, there's some great talent. Uh, up and down that roster, there's great talent. And they're coming up soon. Mm-hmm. They need to because they're old. They should be. Yeah. <laughs> so Even the NXT people are old. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I, <sighs> I'm going to go with The Undertaker, though. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's fair to him to have him lose at WrestleMania, you know, lose again at WrestleMania to a basically a non-performer. Mm-hmm. To lose to... The boss's son. Um, as great as Shane has looked, mm-hmm. um, the feud still really hasn't made a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Why the Undertaker's, you know, doing all this for Vince? It one, just one. I'm sorry, I just caught that. As great as Vince has looked, you know what hasn't looked great? Those terrible punches he's been throwing. Yeah, they. I they, mean, it's like he hits the Undertaker, and his wrist just goes limp. They're terrible. They, it got a little better on on this past Monday on the you know the go home show, but uh, but even actually, then there were still some that looked terrible. Yeah, like he was play fighting one of his kids. <laughs> yeah, and this is in Hell in a Cell. It's the Undertaker's match, and it leads potential for Shane to do some crazy stunts off the cage. Um, you know, there's room for interference because people always find find people always find a way into the cage into the cell. Um, it's gonna be a crazy, crazy match, but I still don't think they should. I just it just doesn't make sense for Shane to find a way to beat someone that's undead. Someone who is battle tested, who is a legitimate, you know, is as is more legitimate than Shane is, who is a legit tough guy, is uh, is and is established as, you know, one of the all time greats in in that company. You're very much so. So I'm I'm going with the Undertaker, mm-hmm. and they find a way to continue the Shane Vince storyline going forward. When I was sitting here and you were talking, I was thinking about my pick. I kept thinking about The Undertaker going to Vince's office, looking him in the eye and saying, Hey, WrestleMania this year is in Texas, my home state. I want to retire, and I want it here. I don't care who beats me. I just want to have one last great match 
and then I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I had this match going on last because I picked Shane to win. Okay. And I feel like WrestleMania should go off with a hundred thousand people standing up and cheering for the career of the Undertaker as this is his last match. Okay. That's an interesting way to put it. It's tough to think that the Undertaker would lose, but that's fair enough. I can actually see this is- I can actually see Undertaker like he's kicking Shane's ass, he's beating him down, and Vince comes out there and he's messing with the match and he's doing everything he can to get Undertaker to win. And Undertaker just looks at him and just says, Screw you and basically takes a dive. <laughs> that could very well happen too. I don't know. It's it's a really weird year. It's a toss up for a lot of these matches. Mm-hmm. Um and it could go either way with that one. And it's gonna be that's why I'm intrigued by this by this uh this year, I, that's why my uh, uh, interest level is at a six to six point five, as opposed to year five. Uh, just because a lot of these matches are toss-ups and they're not all set in stone; they're not guaranteed um, uh, outcomes. I'm still at five because there's only a legit five, uh, four matches I care about. Sure. And that's Ambrose versus Lesnar, the six-man ladder, seven-man ladder match. Excuse me, the Divas Championship match, and then Shane versus Undertaker. Yeah. So, that's it, man. And we, we did it. Awesome. We'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll be sure to talk about it uh, throughout the night. Me and DQ will be, I'm sure, will be texting and tweeting, tweeting. and all that junk. Uh, <laughs> tweeting like you young kids do. Yeah, right. Like, whatever you people do. I'm 30 now. I can use the word. A <laughs> right. came in the mail saying I was allowed to use the word whippersnappers. There you go. You're whippersnappers. You're tweeting. You're texting. And you're twiddling. And you're snapchatting. Ah. <sighs> Kids. Kids. Well, kids, we hope you enjoy WrestleMania. Uh, we hope we enjoy WrestleMania, that it's a, it's a great show, that it uh, doesn't disappoint anybody, ourselves included. Um, it's, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. And uh, thank you, as always, for tuning in, for listening to us talk about pro wrestling uh, and anything we talk about. Um, you can find me on Twitter uh, at A.E. Garcia 1987. <laughs> yeah. I'm still, yeah. Look at the confusion on your face. It's glorious. <laughs> Try to remember. <laughs> I haven't seen you look that confused ever in your life. And no, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say we have a lot of confusing issues to talk about, but we're not going to. Uh, follow me at DQ327 and follow the main site at 288 underscore. And if you, if you love us, hey, tell a friend. Spread the word. And if you hate us, let us know. Yeah. Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, we're going to have an email address coming up. Some of you guys can email us. Talk, tell us what you love, what you don't love. This is always a... Um, changing environment I guess I could say we want to be the best we can because we want to be sponsored and get paid for this so we never have to work real jobs again we'll get there eventually we'll see how it goes I hope so <laughs> well, I hope so thanks again everybody enjoy Wrestlemania weekend um, enjoy the NXT show Friday night we're recording this on a Friday night but if you're enjoy it uh, already hope you've already enjoyed it or enjoy it when you watch it enjoy Wrestlemania Um, 
And uh, we'll, we'll see you next time. All right. For Anthony, I'm DeQuincy. Later, babies.